Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Michelin Cross Climate 2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The Volume. Hi, everybody. Welcome in. Some thoughts on the Lakers-Grizzlies, Knicks-Cavs, Warriors-Kings, Marcus Thompson, uh, who covers the Warriors, written books on Steph, and KD will be joining us in roughly 12 minutes. So my first takeaway on the Grizzlies is, generally speaking, if a two-seed, the Grizzlies, faces a seven-seed, the Lakers, and the series starts in the two-seed's home, as it should, right? you would take the two seed to win the series. But I took the Lakers to win this series because I think there's a lot of fool's gold with Memphis. And I like John Morant, but I consider him to be much like Derrick Rose. And I've said this for years. I don't think those kind of players can lead you to championships. This is overwhelmingly, once the playoffs start, a wing big league. Refs swallow their whistles. And the physical teams win. I mean, how effective was Anthony Davis today? Uh, how effective the Knicks rebounding over the Cavs. Um, you see how effective a Robert Williams, a marginally talented player, but great defensively, how he can disrupt Atlanta's offense. Wings and bigs. You say, well, what about Steph Curry? The best two Warriors teams had Kevin Durant on them. And Steph Curry realized that. And so John Morant, like Derrick Rose, is spectacular and dynamic. Not an elite defender or rebounder. He's not going to be a rim protector. And he's still not a great shooter. He's just explosive like Derrick Rose was. And so I like the Lakers in this series. And I don't want to hear that the injury to John Morant was the difference. The Lakers had their best third quarter, perhaps the best quarter they've played against a good team on the road all season. They scored 69 points in the second half and John Morant played 90% of it. He couldn't stop Rui, Reeves, AD, or LeBron. So I, I don't want to hear that's the difference. The Lakers had their best quarter. John Morant was on the floor. He'll return in the series. We're not sure about game two. John Morant has said his availability could be in peril for game two. I can like Steve Nash as a player, but those Phoenix teams got pushed around in the playoffs. I can like Derrick Rose. I can like John Morant. It's different. And so I thought... The Lakers' physicality would be the difference in this series with Clark and Steven Adams out, and it was. They mostly controlled the interior, big rebounding advantage, 11 blocks for the Lakers and two for Memphis, and that's the series. So um, you're not going to get another game like that from Rui, uh, and Reeves was red hot, but I, I don't want to hear any excuses here. There's a reason that most people, most people, not just me, took the Lakers in this series, is that Memphis was virtually unbeatable at home. Now everybody's equally rested. Rim protection defense means more in the playoffs. 
you see who the better team is. Ja Morant can't play in game two of the series. I think Memphis will be very competitive because I don't think Rui and Reeves will probably play that well. But I, I've thought there's a lot of fool's gold here on Memphis. I've, I've, I've said the same with Denver. It's like, I like Denver. But efficiency, which is Jokic's game, you got to give me more than that. I'm going to need some 35-point games. I don't trust some of the guys on that Denver team who have never delivered in the postseason. You know, if you're the, a Laker fan, LeBron had 21 points, a couple of uh, big shots, a big three, but he had costly turnovers. I didn't think LeBron played great. Uh, I didn't think the Lakers played that effectively in the first half. They couldn't shoot. So you got to feel good if you're the Lakers. They completely, utterly controlled the second half, outscoring Memphis 69 to 47, 11 blocks to two for the Lakers. They were the better basketball team. Doesn't mean they were in the regular season. But we've said this before, postseason, refs swallow whistles. They're going to let you bang around more. And the dynamic, wildly vertical, show-stopping point guards, Westbrook, Walls, Derek Rose, John Morantz, Steve Nash wasn't highly vertical, but you know, a two-time MVP, wildly effective. They don't have the impact in the postseason. So, you know, uh, you're a Laker fan, you have to feel good. Remember, the Lakers are two different teams. There's the pre-trade deadline deal with Westbrook, and there's this team. And this team has more shooters has more wings, is younger, more athletic. So you, you have to look at the Lakers. It's like in the NFL where sometimes you have a team, the Patriot teams, the great ones were usually post-Thanksgiving on was a different Patriot team than September, October. This is a different Laker team right now. Now, I think if this series goes six or seven, maybe Jaws out for a couple of games and it's a quick series. That benefits the Lakers greatly. LeBron... You know, you, you'd like to play him 32 minutes. You probably have to play him 36 minutes in the postseason. Although Reeves certainly can control the offense when he's out. But the quicker this series goes, this is not a young team. The better it is for the Lakers in the next round. All right, some thoughts on a series that I thought Cleveland had too many shot makers for the New York Knicks. And I also thought Julius Randle could miss the first two games of the series. That's what was reported about two weeks ago. Julius Randle played. So one of the things that jumped out is not Jalen Brunson's play. He's been terrific all year. Okay, Jalen Brunson um, is a really, really good player. You know, your classic Villanova second round in, in big national championship level games can defend a little, though he's small, but he's a great leader. He's just your classic point guard that can score, can distribute, excellent leadership skills, sets his guys up. And that didn't surprise me. What does, because I don't necessarily think losing game one's the end of the series. It's not for the Warriors. But I do think there was something that was really noticeable. The New York Knicks were the second best rebounding team in the league during the regular season. I think they were tied for second best rebounding team. Cleveland was middle of the pack. How many times when Cleveland was inching back in that game, did the Knicks get a second, third, and occasionally fourth look at the basket? New York, I felt like, got every big rebound in the second half. And that's, that's a problem. Evan Mobley's excellent. He's still young. He's still ascending. But if New York, that's Tom Thibodeau's classic team, play defense, slow it down a little bit, crash the boards, get some freebies underneath, limit the Cavs to one shot. So I, I still like Cleveland in the series, 
But if that is a pattern, and remember, the best coaches are in the playoffs, they make adjustments, right? They're going to make adjustments in Cleveland. But you can rebound your way to a series win. If you limit their second shots and you get yours second and third shots frequently. So, you know, Jalen Brunson's been good all year. The Knicks have some interesting depth. You know, they can melt. Any Knicks fan will tell you they're a team that can lose leads and melt. But I thought that rebounding edge in the second half, it was noticeable. It was stark. They were they were controlling the glass every time they needed a rebound. So we have a real series between the Knicks and the Cavs. That's fun. Thoughts on the Warriors. I had predicted last week on uh, Fox Sports 1 and Premier Radio that I thought Sacramento would win game one and I would take the better coach. Yes, Steve Kerr, four titles, the better coach. The better roster. Yes, now that Wiggins and Gary Payton are back, it's the better, deeper roster and the more experienced Warriors to win in six. I thought it was going to be a hornet's nest in game one. But something that really jumped out to me is that everybody likes to brag how much basketball they know on the internet. If you think Jordan Poole's a great player, just you don't know basketball. When you watch him on the floor, he is so bad defensively. In the second half, I thought he cost him the game. And I think on a pretty regular basis, Steve Kerr and Draymond Green call him out. And, you know, Draymond Green on the volume on his podcast. You can't give Malik Monk 30-plus points. It's okay. De'Aaron Fox is going to get his. Steph Curry's going to get his. Right, Jimmy Butler's going to get his in the playoffs. Donovan Mitchell's going to get his. Anthony Davis is going to get his. You can't let role players have huge, huge games. And so I think Jordan Poole, and I've said this multiple times, it's a problem. I think they want to move him. Somebody will overpay for him. Somebody will lock him into a deal. But that series came down to Jordan Poole on the floor late in the game. And just surrendering too many easy buckets and momentum for the Kings. Listen, Sacramento is certainly capable of winning this series. It's going to be really hard for Golden State to win on the road. But I think everybody noticed with Wiggins now available, that gives them two wings, Wiggins and Kaminga. They've only really had Kaminga for a while now. Dante DiVincenzo, Gary Payton, although he's banged up, they got plenty of depth now. They're fine. It's a really nice eight-man rotation if Payton is okay. He got banged up. But... One of the only things that really surprised me in that game is that Andrew Wiggins was that effective. Uh, Obviously, he missed, you know, most past the trade deadline. I thought he was really effective. But again, he's a super high IQ player that's been around. That's why he fits so easily is that, you know, Golden State asks a lot of its players on both ends of the floor to catch and react offense. It's, you know, they're going to make switches on defense. You have got to be paying attention. Jordan Poole doesn't. Andrew Wiggins does. And that's why he was so effective. I think the Warriors are going to be fine. But uh, I had said last week, the words I used, it's going to be a feisty series. If you can give Wiggins and Gary Payton real minutes, I think the Warriors are win. Their experience and their roster. I think what they're going to do in the next game in the series is they're going to be much more physical. Just too many easy buckets for the Kings. So I think the Warriors are going to be uh, physical, and I think officials will play a part in this series. The dynasty gets the whistle. But overall, I thought it was a great weekend. And let's talk more on the Warriors. Bring in Marcus Thompson from The Athletic, who has covered this team multiple years, part of this dynasty for many years. The NBA playoffs are upon us. 20 teams get in, all trying to get that one crown. 
for last minute amazing deals to watch your favorite NBA team. It can be the Warriors, it could be the Kings, it could be the Sixers, it could be the Bucks. To get great last minute deals on amazing tickets, check out Game Time, the fastest growing ticketing app in the United States. It's called Game Time. Doesn't stop, by the way, with the NBA. They've got NHL tickets, Major League Baseball tickets. They've also got concerts and comedy shows. Game Time. Download the Game Time app and the redeem code is Colin, C-O-L-I-N. $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Download the Game Time app. Enter the code Colin, C-O-L-I-N, for $20 off. NBA playoffs, baseball season just starting here in April, NHL as well. No matter where you live, get out, have some fun this week and this year. Download the Game Time app, last-minute ticket deals, lowest prices guaranteed. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Now we bring in the great Marcus Thompson. We use him as often as we can. He's a busy guy. We'll get to the Warriors in a couple of minutes. I got to tell you, the end of the Suns game was fascinating to me. First of all, Kevin Durant, and I hadn't lost a regular season game since November. He's now lost seven straight playoff games. He disappeared for the last four minutes, which I don't know if I put it on KD. Uh, Maybe I should. Monty Williams, Chris Paul, Devin Booker. Can we get him the ball? That was shocking. So let's start with that. Who, Who do I put the blame on for Kevin Durant not getting more looks in the last four minutes? You know who you put the blame on? I got the answer for you. His name is Russell Westbrook. That's who you put the blame on. That's the one who came in and said, you know what? I'm going to take over this game. All the shade Russell Westbrook has endured all these years. I mean, that might that was the greatest three for 19 playoff performance of all time. I mean, think about it. You went three for 19 and he completely dominated the game. He had he he played great on Kevin Durant, turned him into a passer, like facilitator. He had Russell Westbrook, like, I mean, he had uh, Devin Booker bothered, and that play at the end with the block and then throwing it off Booker and, like, showing the world his heart. I mean, Russell Westbrook is the blame for all of it. They had no answers for Russ. Can you believe it? it? Well, and Devin Booker's interesting because you trail by three with 17 seconds left. A layup does you no good. Shoot the three. Uh, yes, and that was weird. And, and the second thing, you know, situationally, that was bizarre. And Booker complains a lot to the refs. So it's like, dude. If you get your shot blocked, don't complain to the ref. Finish the play. Like, that. that is a moment that a star can't allow to happen. Like, you, you, you can't be in dialogue with an official as a play late in the game is going on. Like, that's on book. And I like him. But that, that was situationally really bad basketball. To, that was my takeaway. And Russ deserves great credit. That was a un- yeah, tremendous yeah. play. But that's bad situational basketball by Phoenix, isn't it? Oh, yeah, no question. I mean, they they made some questionable decisions down the stretch. And that's, I mean, that's Booker's MO, right? I mean, that's that's what the modern player does. They 
they stop playing to complain, right? They stop playing to argue with the refs. We see Luca do it. We see all of them do it. But there's something about playoff basketball. You just got to play through that. You, you yep. have to play through that. And bottom line is, like you said, this is solved by getting Kevin Durant the ball. <laughs> like that's 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 the answer. And so if you're going to say, all right, I got this. I'm going to take over. I got Westbrook running one. I'm taking him. And it don't work out, then you need to get back and play some. And he played great D. That's the crazy part. Booker played great D. He, he was he was incredible in defense. But at the end of games, when it didn't go his way, it just wasn't. It, it was a great play by Westbrook, not a great play by Devin Booker. And I feel like Russell Westbrook deserves that. Let's pivot now to the Warriors because we're going to get 12 to 15 minutes with you on the Warriors. Uh, I came out last week and I thought Sacramento would win the opener. I'll take the Warriors in six. Um, my question was, how much do you get out of Andrew Wiggins? Were you surprised how effective Andrew Wiggins was having not played for two, three months? I, I was. I mean, he's such a freak athlete that, like, how do you do that? <laughs> like, he's bouncing around. He had three blocks. He's playing defense. He's rebounding. He's getting to his spots, and it looks like normal. It, it is wild. Even if you know, like, this dude is a unique athlete. Like, really, he is special in a right. very, like, created in a lab kind of way, right? He can yeah. run all day. Before this year, he never missed games. Like, he's just a guy who could just play all day. And he looked like that. Uh, it did catch up with him, right? He was winded. I think it yeah. was one for eight from three. He missed the three that would have won the game, basically, wide open from the corner. So you could see, like, the effects of it. But, man, let me, let me tell you, Colin, after the game – in a loss, you could feel that they're like, oh, we got Wiggins back. Oh, oh, really? okay. Like, even after a loss, they were like, oh, we got we got Wiggins back. And that was kind of the sentiment, like, we're ju- we're fine. Our whole squad is here, and Wiggins looks like that already? Okay, we're pretty good. Uh, that's one of the, the words that never get down. They very rarely get down. That's still one of the higher moments I felt in that locker room after a loss, where they felt like, brooding confidence well now with Kaminga and Wiggins uh Peyton will get to him in a second and Dante DiVincenzo they they do have a seven to an eight man rotation here of you know yeah. s- s- veteran players uh, you know a player the Warriors um don't have to mention Jordan Poole by name but it's pretty obvious Kerr and Draymond take turns <laughs> you know firing shots at him defensively Marcus he's it's a problem like he's not engaged I thought he had three or four lapses defensively and I honestly thought it cost them the game um are his minutes I mean last year in the playoffs Marcus the longer they went the fewer minutes he played like there was there do you think there's real concern about what he gives up on the defensive end he's just not engaged a lot I don't know if it matters if he's engaged or not. He's just not very good at it. So it doesn't matter at this level, right? Like you can be as into it as you want. He made a few good plays, but in the end, he's not guarding De'Aaron Fox. So what? He's not guarding Malik Monk. So the thing that that is important for him is to be able to go back at you. Like you need, to, they need somebody to go back at. They don't have a guy outside of Steph Curry who can catch the ball at the three point line. And end up at the rim. He's the only other guy who can do it. He's the only other guy who can dribble well enough and create. So they need him for that. But he also gives up stuff on defense. 
And that's kind of the catch 22 with Jordan Poole. If he's rolling and his shot is falling, all right, you, you roll with him. Like there was a stretch where they couldn't score and it was him and Malik Monk going at each other. And it was like, what, what, what the heck is this? Is this Michigan versus Kentucky? Like, I know. But crunch time, you, you just get the sense in this series against the most efficient offense, a team that could explode like this. He probably won't be playing down the stretch. Not that much. He didn't play that much this game. Like he, he just wasn't there. And Steve Kerr is going to lead defense. He's going to lean defense every time. They scored 123 points. They should win that game. They gave up 126. That was the problem. What are they going to get now from Peyton, who left the game, some sort of core injury? What's the latest on him? He seems to be fine. He said he felt good. Uh, he came back in. Uh, he he just, you know, Peyton is one of them dudes who's he's like a, a football player in a sense, like he's a running back. Like he's he's all his whole body's on the line. He's running. He's jumping. He's falling. He's playing big. Right. And you just feel like man, he's got a few years of this. So you need to get him. Right. Because there's always something with him, right? He's just he's so physical with the way he plays. And he he's a he's a revolutionary. He changes everything for them. He gives them something. I feel like he might get a lot of pool minutes. If it's not Wiggins, it'll be Gary Payton. I honestly think that Payton's a better fit. I think when I when I watch Poole on the floor with the Warriors, I can I feel like Draymond's body language isn't great. Sometimes Kerr uh isn't. Um, um, I feel like they hold their breath a little with Jordan Poole. They don't trust him. They know he's gifted, but they don't trust him. I think they trust Peyton, though he's limited. Yeah, the the problem with with Jordan is he's just very young, and the mistakes and the stuff he's got to learn. There's literally no other way around it. Like he he gets the ball at the end of the quarter in the game, and Steph is on the court, and it's Jordan Poole. And he goes one-on-one with Fox, and, and he turns it over. And it's like, yep. you got to get the ball to Steph in that situation, right? But but in the same vein, he's taking that play, and he's gotten a bucket out of it. He just does so many things that nobody else on the team can do. So they got to live with it. And you know what? Here's the reality. They created that monster, right? They taught him how to play. So if he's taking bad shots, he watched him take bad shots. He learned from them, right? He... His swagger, his confidence, they greeted it. So this is just part of it. Like, he, it reminds me of, like, you know, you're messing with a teenager, right? Like, this, you're raising a teenager. Like, there's just parts of raising a teenager that are tough. You got a young dude with that much talent, that much confidence, that much arrogance, that much belief in himself, and also that many flaws. You just got to live with it because they can't. without him but also it's some things on the court that frustrate you and they're all 30 30 plus years old they've got four championships they're veterans right you know they make mistakes too so they just have to live with it i feel like they just have to live with it no matter what because bottom line if, if gary payton's out there that's one less score and if, if clay's not making his shots like he wasn't especially down the stretch now it's just all on steph they run a boxing one on steph who creates offense at that point now it's like Yo, you kind of need Jordan Poole in the game. So figure out what to do on defense, but that dude could go get a bucket. So Draymond does podcasts right after the games. He did last year. Um, you know, it, it's I, I see people take shots at him. 
Um, it's not like he divulges game plans. How does it sit, though, with the team? I mean, Draymond gives you insight that literally nobody in basketball gives you. <laughs> He's off the floor for the dynasty. Does it sit uncomfortably with the team? How do they feel about it? I, I don't think so. Number, If there's one thing, the I mean, first off, the only people who could possibly say something are like the OGs, right? <laughs> Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Andre, right? But, yeah. Anybody else, it probably doesn't matter what they say. Is there any team more brand conscious than the, than the Warriors? Right. Is there any team that spends as much time building like who they are? I mean, Clay's riding boats to games, right? Like he's got his whole shtick. Steph, you know, has his thing. Like even Andre Iguodala is the super smart tech guy, right? Like they look at Draymond as that's Draymond's thing. As long as he's playing well, it's fine. I, I haven't heard anything negative about it right like right. and you know draymond is a guy who will do some things that irritates people the podcast ain't one of them from what i can hear it's just draymond plus i don't know how much of this is like yo this is draymond we've known right. this dude for 10 years now like why we get mad about the sky being blue like draymond likes to talk he's gonna talk he's pretty smart so he knows what he's doing it's gonna be calculated why like why worry about it i think the fans don't like it more than the, the players don't yeah, I think uh, you nailed it. I think he's very measured and calculated. He knows exactly what he's saying. I love it. I find the access fascinating. But there's a, like a there's a, like a other element too to it. I think that people should probably know. Like, it, like he's essentially putting his team on notice, right? Like oh, if he's yeah. out there talking. They they kind of got to go back him up, right? And the and and the only reason. You would complain about him doing that is if you are afraid you can't back it up. And that's just not Warriors basketball, right? They're going to go into an arena and they're going to talk and then they're all going to back up the one who's talking. Like, that's just how it is. So I do think there's a little bit of an, like, an ulterior motive as to like, all right, I'm going to put us on notice and we're going to have to live. We're going to have to rise up to the occasion because nobody else on the team will do that. I, I do feel like this is a little bit of team chemistry situation as well. Well, he mentioned Malik Monk's 32, which is he's right about this. You can give up 40 to a Donovan Mitchell or a Kerr. Oh, yeah. Or you, you can't give up 32 to Malik Monk. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Firestone. 
test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I believe, I felt going into this series that the way to win this series, um, I think they're going to get a little physical. I think they'll get the dynasty whistle. I think they'll get the veteran whistle. Do you think we'll see a different kind of game, too, in Sacramento? Oh, yeah, I definitely. I mean, that's playoffs in general. It's going to change a little bit. But I also think the it's got to work the other way. Like Steph Curry got two free throws and Malik Monk got 14. So I think Curry's going to get to the line more, right? <laughs> like, it's like. At some point, you got to start saying, hey, this dude is driving a lot. I definitely think their answer is to get more aggressive, get more physical. Yes. Uh, I don't think you'll see. I think you'll see very physical defenders on De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk. It won't be like the guys who are good stay in the front, but don't make you feel them like Dante DiVincenzo or Clay Thompson, like uh, Gary Payton, Draymond Green, Jonathan Kaminga. Like they wear on you, they physical, they foul you. Like you know they're there. I think you'll see that type of yep. guy. I think Trey Lyles, they'll be looking for him, and mostly they feel like they got punked, like on the board. So the only way to respond is to kind of punch back. But I do, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody gets two quick fouls though, because it was too free flowing. It was fun. It was exciting. Like you know, you know, we're gonna get that 95, 97 game at some point. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I thought. The one, like, I still think the Warriors are fine. I think Phoenix is fine. People adjust. I think the one game over the weekend that I, I did take a step back is um, the Knicks' ability to dominate the glass in multiple key situations. They were the second-best rebounding team in the league. They have to rebound well. Oh, yeah. No question. And, and, I, and I watched that, and I thought, wow, now that's something that's repeatable uh, people are looking at Jalen Brunson. He's been great all year. We know that. That I don't doubt. But the yeah. New York Knicks' ability to kind of push Cleveland around and get rebounds, I'm like, wow. That Are we looking at a different series here? It, was there any, outside of the Warriors, was there any takeaway for you this weekend, Marcus, that was anything you took a step back and went, you know, once Giannis got hurt, it's going to be a different game. Celtics are going to yeah. dispose very quickly. Uh, Philadelphia is going to dispose of Brooklyn very quickly. Anything surprise you at all? Not necessarily surprising. I thought Memphis would be a tougher fight. <laughs> for the, like, the Lakers kind of waxed them. I mean, second it wasn't half even dominated. LeBron. It was like Rory and and, and uh, Reed, right? Like they they were cooking. The Lakers look like, uh oh, but you're reminded of the ceiling they had, right? They've played below it for so long, you forget they have it. But it's like, wait a second, if this thing clicks, it might click, click, right? They could, like, if Memphis doesn't put up a fight here. And the Warriors Kings go six or seven of a brawl, of a, like right track race. Right now, whoever comes out of it, you got to deal with the size and physicality of the Lakers. Man, you can see this kind of kind of shaping up for them in a way that's a little bit like, wow, we we just would have never thought this two months ago. <laughs> we would have never thought this like they would have this ride to the you know to the uh, uh, Western Conference Finals. I I was I'm interested in the Miami Milwaukee series. I think this was more of a 
Luke kind of game one. Like I, I think even without Giannis, the Bucks are so used to playing without him that they might figure something out. So I'm interested to see what they have left. Uh, I think this is a phenomenon. The team that comes in off the play in, usually a little bit rolling. And and now, you know, I remember uh I think it was Memphis got game one against Utah after they if you win two games to get into the playoffs, you're nice little rhythm and you're playing yep. a team that was just sitting, was just resting. I think that's a little bit of thing. So I really want to see what Miami has. Actually, they lost one and one one, but I, I want to see if Miami's legit, if they could really extend the series. That changes the entire East if Milwaukee's out. Entire East, it 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 blows everything up. Now another team could sneak in, like like the Knicks into the East Finals. I don't know. I don't think they will. But you know, I, going back to what you said about the Lakers, I thought they'd beat Minnesota and I thought they'd beat Memphis. But I did feel like the longer it goes, it's more of a disadvantage because if you could get in in and out of this series with Memphis in five games and LeBron yeah, yeah. gets like four days to rest then you have a real chance to win game one against whoever you play. Like, I think whoever you play, there is a path that the Lakers need to hit to win. The Warriors don't. You know, a lot of the good teams don't. The Lakers do. There's a path to success, and it's getting rid of Memphis fast. But but does it look feasible? I mean, like, even even, like Ja got hurt, and this is becoming a thing. Ja gets hurt, right? This is obviously – a thing where this is now the second playoffs in a row he got hurt uh and remember before they were like better without him they like played in a way where it was like yo they're, they they actually lock in on defense right but no Steven Adams no Brandon Clark that that that's a problem Memphis Memphis might be in trouble even if Josh somehow plays you're down 0-1 and they've got Anthony Davis who could at any moment just drop 40 on you, right? Well, like, like they, they got the guy who could do it. LeBron could just drop 40 on you and you're in trouble. Yeah, I mean, they were trailing by four. That was an offensive foul on Jaw. The Lakers were getting the ball and were hot. So, it, And by the way, the Lakers had their best quarter of the season in the third quarter and Jaw was on the floor. So he's not he wasn't stopping anybody i thought the lakers got so many good looks i mean the first half the whole game they got them they just didn't hit them in the first half but they were getting phenomenal looks their ball movement was excellent that's the part though that makes you think "Eh, how real is this i mean is rory hitting all those the whole series he won't no (laughs) <laughs> you know, no. you're not sold on a Hachimura bandwagon. You're not hopping on. You're not ready for the 24 uh, average of 24 for the series for Hachimura. You ain't. I'm signing up. Rui Hachimura's average of 24 for this entire <laughs> series. Put me down. I got. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm. But I will say, their third leading score, Russell, Rui, Reeves. They've got a collection of guys who are all. I mean, D'Angelo Russell's capable of dropping twenty six. He's going to give you a game, right? Yeah, no question. No yeah. question. He can be a Dennis little. Schroeder. Yep, Dennis Schroeder. Uh, by the way, the play in game, Dennis Schroeder was their third guy. Yes. So they don't have a they don't have a nail down three. But I mean, listen, the Celtics got to the finals last year, and Marcus Smart is hot and cold. You don't know exactly what yeah. you're getting offensively from Marcus Smart. So I mean, they're. The, the, if you have two legitimate scores, I mean, what's impressive about You can about this, do the number three by committee, you, right? Yeah. You can kind of do it by committee. Yeah. So, all right. So, you still feel good about the Warriors before we let you go? I still think they won it in six. 
I mean, I, I this is how I played it out. Like, they, I think they lose the first game. I, I just felt like Sacramento was going to make everything. This was like, it reminded me like Sherman Club, right? This was 35 years of wanting and wanting. Like, they've been waiting for this moment forever. I felt like they were going to make every shot. And there was a stretch where they did. And now the adjustments happen. Let's see if they can handle it. I feel like Warriors get game two, hold serve at home, and we go back. We either go back to Sacramento tied 2-2 or we go back to Sacramento with them playing for their lives to, to stay alive. That That's how I see it shaking out. I wouldn't be shocked, though, if Sacramento won because, I don't know, Sabonis was kind of terrible in that game, so maybe he, re- he rebounds. All right, Marcus Thompson, The Athletic. Just 15, 18 great minutes from him. He's a busy guy. We're going to let him go. Thanks for coming on, buddy. I'm about to write about Clay Thompson. I'm about to get in my bag. Let's go. The Volume. Make sure to check out the Draymond Green Show. I brought Draymond Green into the volume because one of the more entertaining voices in sports, unique perspective, understands behind the rope, also chops up with guests like Gary Payton, Zach Levine, Tracy McGrady. Make sure, download the Draymond Green Show wherever you get your podcasts, only on the Volume Podcast Network. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.